Welcome to the Builders Podcast, episode 81. So many opportunities. Learn what it takes to focus and build a real business online. Before we jump into this episode, please subscribe to this podcast, hit that notification bell if you're on YouTube, and after a listen, please give us a thumbs up, like, and share if we've earned it. With your help, we can reach more people and deliver these valuable from the trenches lessons to those that need it. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to another The Builders. We have a solo episode. Kind of fun. We haven't done this for a little while. I had seven guests in a row and actually would have had more, but a couple canceled or rescheduled. So here I am. And I don't uh, mind at all because I like to have solos here and there. I think every couple months at least, right? So what do we do on solos? If you're new to solos on the Builders I just talk about stuff that I'm doing or that uh, we talk, pull lessons out of my long journey <laughs> being in business. And so that's, that's what we're going to do today. And actually um, this kind of this topic. So I was thinking about the topic for today. I like to kind of zero in on a couple things to give us some guidance. <laughs> so I'm not too all over the place. But it's going to be, we're going to talk about a bit about focus, a little bit about focus um, and what that means and how important it is. And focus in, the, in relation to, there's a lot of opportunities out there. There's a lot of people talking about doing a lot of things. And how do you filter all that and just focus on what you're doing, at least at some point? Because as we'll probably talk about with, because I was, I'm going to relate to my own business, my own agency, where we're at today, and how important it is for me to focus, to protect my time. So we'll get into that. First, maybe I'll start with a little bit of an update, uh, what's been going on, what's happening uh, with me and business in general. Business in general, the agency is doing dynamic. Uh, I'm actually at a kind of a juncture where chair squeaks a lot. I need to oil it or something. <laughs> uh, I'm at a point where I ha- I'm expanding the team a little bit more. I have to be very careful with that because I like to have money left over at the end of the month. <laughs> so I can't spend all my money on resources and people and all that because that's, that's where a majority of my money goes to. But I am adding a project manager. You may have seen, if you follow me, you've seen some videos about that. And which is incredible. Um, It's something that I've been thinking about for quite some time. I didn't know exactly how I would have one or what that would look like. If it would be somebody abroad or if it would be somebody in the U.S. I would have to go with or how I was going to build that. Um, Build that role. And uh, I think I figured it out. And we'll have an episode on that eventually. I'll probably talk about it uh, in my videos. By the way, if you haven't been paying attention to what Matt's doing every single day, why are you not doing that? (laughs) 
if you haven't been, I, I've been doing extra videos on YouTube and I post those on social media as well. So basically my YouTube channel is, I'm, I'm kind of all over the place here, but my YouTube channel is, um, it has the, you know, episodes, the full episodes of the builders. And then we have clips of the builders. And then we also have two other types of videos. We do one called the extra on Wednesdays and agency lessons on Fridays where I, on the extra kind of digs into more of a topic from a, usually the previous episode of the builders. I expand on something or whatever. And the agency lessons is something related to what happened in the last week in my agency. Some lessons I can pull from there from the trenches. So if you haven't seen those, check those out. But again, I'm going to try to circle back here. I was talking about what I was doing. <laughs> I, I, uh, so the business is good expanding. I actually uh, am adding a resource uh, probably month by month for the moment. I just try to really carefully scale my team because I don't want to, you know, get out of control with the spending and stuff. But at the same time, I don't want, you know, I want to go too fast. I want to just hire a bunch of people and then hope we can catch up with, with revenue. That's not how I like to build it. Nice and easy and nice and slow, carefully doing it, carefully step by step. But um, but we are adding a lot of business and the agencies I'm working with this summer, especially for some reason, I don't know if people are not going outside this summer, <laughs> have all this stuff they want to do, but uh, it just seems like the summer things are like, I mean, it's been happening for a while, but slowly ramping up, but multiple agencies I'm working with are like <laughs> scaling up what we're doing for them and you know, and, and so it's great. It's a good problem to have. But like I said, I got to be, you know, like, is that going to be a long-term thing? You know, so I'm always weighing, like, what's my investment here? Or do I just need to bring somebody on short-term contracts? Kind of, I do a combination. Like the pro project manager that I'm bringing on, if I can talk today, is, um, is going to be a full-time employee in-house. So uh, that is a more permanent position likely unless something crazy happens, but um, you know, the important part is that I retain the business we do have. So if something were ha would happen there, then I might have to make adjustments, but hopefully she's a, a, a good member of the team. We have, that'll make it five employees. We have like three, three developers. One developers kind of does design for me as probably more design these days. Um, and then I have a virtual assistant, three developers. So, so that's a good solid team. <laughs> that doesn't include the other one one off contracts and you know, short term contracts and stuff that I have. So I have resources coming in and out depending on what we're doing. But the business has been really good. Um, we have this year we added another agency that we're we working on our first big project, and they just gave me a few days back another project, and so we're. We're in it now. <laughs> they said they have a few more coming down the pipe. So that's good. That's good. Uh, hopefully we can continue to do a great job for them. Um, but that's why, like, when I got into the situation uh, right now. I, I, I could sense it for a few weeks. When things are going well <laughs> and everything is balanced, you might always have some stuff in the queue. 
but you, everything is, it seems smooth. Everything's being delivered in a good manner. And that's how I like things to be right. Um, things are coming in, things are going out and communication's going well, but, uh, I'm, I'm starting to feel like a couple of my agencies are checking on me a little too much on, on some projects and we're backing up a little bit. So I'm going to pull somebody in just to get caught up and, and get it, maybe even get a little ahead and then we'll see how it goes. Maybe we keep that person on, whatever. But I just have this, I have this feeling. <laughs> My spidey senses are tingling. Like we need a little help. So, but uh, also the project manager coming in, she's actually going to be doing some development too. So there's going to, she's going to grow into that role. That's, that's how I'm designing it. Um, so, and she knows this coming in, she's got a web development background, uh, great experience. So when she comes in, she's going to be helping with projects and stuff. She's going to be help me get organized, get pro- the whole project management thing uh, in a in a good place. There's things we can do more of that we're not. I'm not able to do all by myself. That's the reason I have her coming in because I've gotten to a point where in my business where I'm doing way too much um, of the mechanics of the business, like <laughs> writing writing up creative briefs and tasks and, and getting stuff together and organize and prioritize and do all that stuff. I need help there. So anyway, so, so yeah, so things are going good on, on the agency side for sure. We are definitely continuing to grow. And then as far as plugins, um, I think, I think I've probably done an episode or maybe even did an episode dedicated to talking about uh, the plugins we're releasing um, the first one, you know, was released. Uh, it was the name capture name, email name capture plugin, unified email capture. Uh, so that one's been out and I actually have another one done. I just need to put the sales page together and release it. It's a unified blocks. It's a block plugin. Then we're going to pause for a second, but those two, those two are very critical because it's going to form kind of between that and, uh, a full site editing theme we have. Uh, been developing and continue to develop and improve. We're adding features to it. Um, that kind of creates a little ecosystem for us, a little toolkit uh, to build uh, full site editing sites uh, with WordPress. Um, Unified toolkit, which I've talked a lot about in the last year, is still on the horizon. It's still out there. It's gonna. We're gonna tie that in probably a little bit today to my conversation around focus. Okay. And what's going on and uh, when to say yes, when to say no, all that stuff today. But um, Unified Toolkit, I mean, it's, it's out there, you know, it's, it's a project that um, I've talked about for a few years, actually. I've been thinking about it for a few years. I started really building, I got the site actually built. Um, I have all these plans to, to release it, but again, I'm a broken record agency first. So the agency is growing. So I got to allocate, allocate, allocate. I don't know why I have problems with certain words. Allocate. <laughs> I think that's it. Once in a while I hit a word and for some reason, and maybe it's old age. I don't know. Um, but um, no, it's probably not old age. It's probably how I've always been. Um, my wife teases me that I have, but you know, my memory's not great sometimes. I got news. It's never been great. So. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, so that's so that's but that's out there. So unified toolkit. It's basically it's going to be it's actually for agencies and freelancers. It's it's kind of building that toolkit to build websites and then training around that and then but also talking about how agencies can work together. That's the core of it. Um, the things I've learned from working with agencies by having agency partnerships. So we may get there, <laughs> but agency first. So I got to kind of go with the flow with that. I am not going to derail what I got going on with unified web design. Um, so on that note, what else is going on? We're going to talk a little bit about some other things happening through this conversation. Um, but for the most part, yeah, that's that's the update. Uh, doing awesome. Some great partnerships that we've had for a while, some great clients. Everything's really, really solid. Um, yeah, so on to the next. So let's talk about the topic. Why this topic? You know, I, I thought of this topic because... Um, I had a conversation uh, yesterday uh, with somebody that's actually going to be on this podcast. They might even be the next guest. So and a nice conversation with them. And we were talking about focus at one point. We talked about a bunch of stuff. We had like an hour conversation. Uh, it was a 15-minute call, hour conversation. <laughs> Went over a little bit, but great, great guy. Um, you'll, you'll love him when he's on it. You know, we're going to have him on our podcast. Um, but... One of the things that came out of that is because we both had actually had a long history online. Uh, he's been online at least 20 years, uh, like I have. We actually hung out in some of the same communities years ago. Uh, I don't, you know, maybe I even ran into him at some point, some thread somewhere. Uh, I was really involved with forums uh, early on. I was <laughs> a lot of marketing forums, web development forums, SEO forums, some public, some private. Uh, I was very, very involved with all that stuff way back then. And once in a while, once in a while, I actually run into people from those days. And I kind of did t yesterday, although, like I said, we I don't know if we remember each other. I think he remembers my product that I had back then. And we know some people in common. But anyway, in that conversation, though, we're thinking about that that journey and how hard it is to focus because there's so many things going on and everyone's got the next best thing to do. Um, talk a little, you know, we didn't, I don't think we brought it up as kind of shiny objects, but it's, it's kind of that whole thing. Like, Oh, that's the next great thing. You know, let me forget about what I'm doing now and go chase that and then chase the next one and then chase the next one. Uh, but like Wilson Matos, now if you go back to his episode, whatever episode that was, you can find them. You just go to thebuilders.fm and there's a guest link at the top and then there's a search bar and you could say Wilson and I'll bring him up. That was a great conversation. He's, a, he's an old friend uh, online. and um, But he talked about shiny objects. It was interesting, his take on it. Uh, I think he kind of reshaped how I think about it a little bit because shiny objects, if you don't know what a shiny object is, basically... It's, it's opportunities that come up that look really good because they're sold really good. A lot of times they come along with a great sales page or a great pitch uh, and it's distracting because you, you're working on something, you're, you're struggling, you're trying to build your business and then, oh, oh, look at that shiny thing over there. Let's go do that. 
That's kind of what that is. But he, like he said, though, that doesn't mean it's a bad opportunity. Just because it's, it, we call it a shiny object doesn't mean that it's not something that doesn't work. It might be, it often is a, actually a legitimate thing that you could either make money at or build a business around or some marketing technique that works. It's possible. Uh, so, but inherent with that, though, is the distraction element. So, and that's what I, that, what we talked about yesterday. And so what you have to do if you're going to make any long-term progress is you have to kind of train yourself and even create habits around staying focused. <laughs> so you got to know how to ignore things. You got to know how to say no to things. You got to know, you kind of kind of define what you're doing, and if something takes you outside of that, you have to really question it, and you oftentimes have to say no, or you have to just move on, <laughs> right? So it hasn't changed over all these years, okay? Again, I've been online around 20, just short of 20 years. Around 2002, three, I started popping up online. <laughs> I think I... I think I built my first website somewhere in 2003, but I probably was online before that. I felt like I made it, I created it before that, but that's, I go to the Wayback Machine. That's all I can find is go back to 2003. It might've been a little before that. In any case, all those years, today, those opportunities are still out there. There's still marketers out there trying to market everything to you. And there's still people that are, telling you to go do all kinds of things. And again, not bad things. Go write a book. Go create video. Go, you know, build this type of, build an Amazon business. Build this, build that. You know, all these great, great things. You know, you want to do coaching. You want to do, you know, the list is forever. <laughs> but, so that has not changed. And so that's, it's, you have to kind of, kind of create armor around yourself where you, you protect yourself from that, you know? So, um, with, I, when I, uh, even email, so over the, especially in the early years, I would sign up for like everything you get email. And I always thought it was fascinating because some people have these giant email lists and they can send out to that email list and people are going to buy almost anything that they send out just because it's from them. And part of that is because they have authority or they, you know, they're a guru or whatever, and people guru worship out there. So whatever they say, we're going to do it. We're going to buy it even, and probably 95% of it or 98% of it, they never do anything with. But I've been on those lists. Do you know what I do with those lists? I ignore them. I sign up for something very specific, maybe something related to what I'm doing or I'm checking something out. And then in my inbox, I make a little rule or filter it in a little label that says, put it in this updates label right here, hide it from my inbox. I never see it again. <laughs> so that's how I deal with a lot of that. I do not open a lot of emails. Most emails I'm opening are from clients are you know, related to my business, my agency, all the other stuff. Maybe on the rare occasion, I might see a subject line that 
that interests me, that that gets my attention, but very rarely. I'm really just focused on what I'm doing. Because for me, for me, it's always been this. And I talked a lot, a lot about this, even in my early days of internet marketing and all that. I was always about building a business. You have to think of things as a business. You have to have a plan and you have to know where you're going and have a direction. So that helps you feel, you know, be focused too, is having a plan, knowing what you want, choosing a direction and going that direction. And anything that's not related to it, you find ways to eliminate that. I don't care if somebody's got is a guru and I don't care if 9 million people like that person. If it doesn't fit into what I'm doing, I'm probably going to mostly ignore that person. There are names thrown around. I've been talking to some people recently that have been throwing guru names around. And it's kind of interesting because some of those people have been around for a long time, but I've never really followed them. <laughs> never really. Uh, is it Russell Brand? What, what is not Russell Brand? Um, ClickFunnels. Who, who is with ClickFunnels? Who's the founder of ClickFunnels? See, this is how Russell Brunson. Brand, I was close. <laughs> anyway, but that's how that's how much I follow Russell Brand. Russell Brunson. Um, but that name was thrown at me recently, and I'm like, hmm, been around for a while. <laughs> I do some new people that would, like, they partnered with them and did stuff. So he he's, like, a big guru around ClickFunnels and, Actually, the conversation I had recently about that was basically how bad ClickFunnels was. But uh, but he's a, he has books out there. He's been around forever. Because I've been around forever, you'd think I would have read something of his. I haven't. There's a lot of people out there like that. Because I would always find something that I wanted to focus on, and that is what I put all my energy in, or especially when I found something that worked. So back in the day, in the early days, um, and actually my friend yesterday, I'm not going to say his name because it's going to be a surprise. Uh, My friend yesterday actually remembers Google Cache. Google Cache is from like 2003, four, five, those years. Uh, Chris Carpenter, I think his name was, that uh, wrote that. When I got, I had been trying all kinds of things. I tried real sale getting resale rights and selling, uh, reselling things, <laughs> eBooks and stuff. Um, I was trying just a, a whole range of things. I was doing affiliate marketing and I ran into Google cash, which was basically how to drive direct traffic to merchants and get affiliate commissions. And the whole thing, stuff you can get away with back then can't today get like, you know, less than five second, five cent clicks, you know, it was cheap traffic. Those are good days. If I knew then what I know now. But um, when I discovered that, when I tried it, it worked. Sometimes things work. <laughs> Sometimes they work. And also, it's something you enjoy doing. I loved waking up every day and seeing sales in my inbox and studying my analytics and planning and doing stuff. It was great. But when I decided to do that, that is what I really double, triple, quick, quadruple down on, right? And I spent a long, probably a year, year and a half, that's all I was doing to a point 
where I actually started developing my own methods around it and ended up creating my own product that taught my methods. So it was kind of a spinoff of Google Cash, but it was just a very specific way I was using it to test markets and, and stuff. Just a very structured processes around it. And so that so that was still my focus. So it was still my focus. I was doing pay-per-click advertising, affiliate marketing in those years, but I was selling products, but the products were related to what I was doing. Everything else going on around me, all the other stuff, you know, launch secrets and this and that and the other thing, I would see it. I would see people talking about it in the forums, names popping up. I didn't do it. I, I Once in a while, I would purchase something that um, caught my eye once in a while. Uh, but, you know, there was people that were just... I know there's people that have spent thousands, tens of thousands on, on programs, on, on, you know, training programs and stuff. Um, and I bet a lot of those people never did anything or they gave up and went to the next shiny object. So it's, it's terrible. But, but in those years, I survived and I did well because I focused. I was in a very, very competitive space. There's no way that I was going to make money selling a product about affiliate marketing and pay-per-click, Google AdWords specifically. Um, but I did. Sold thousands of eBooks and memberships and had some great partnerships back then and related affiliate products were around that. Did really, really well. Um, and so when I think back at that, like I had that back then, I had that focus and maybe I got that focus from, you know, first of all, I came from like actual real world business, you know, insurance and, you know, insurance agencies and, and I was doing, had a contracting business for a while and like real businesses, you know, like tangible things. Um, so I kind of had that mindset, uh, but also like books like Think and Grow Rich that I'd read in the early nineties. That was all really about focus and choosing a burning desire and going after that. And that's what you do. I, that's, that was probably very ingrained in me. So, so that's, that is really, I think when I started getting into web design and development, when I decided to go into and pivot and go into freelancing or, you know, freelancing as a web developer, you know, I didn't, I wasn't thinking about anything else. I wasn't thinking about quick, rich, you know, get rich quick or, you know, how am I going to make money? You know, no, I'm going to build a business. This is, you know, I'm going to build a freelancing business, figure that out. And then I, you know, worked for somebody for a few years, uh, Rapid Crush, worked for them for a couple of years, so three, four years, came out of that and started this agency. When I started this agency, I wasn't looking for get rich quick. I was looking to build a business. And I knew, like most businesses, it's going to take some time, you know, got to figure it out, got to build it. And that is, and so during that whole, this whole process, sure, there's all kinds of stuff out there. It's all kinds of stuff, all kinds of things that could distract me. Um, and even, even from a business model, like, or what I focus on for an audience and stuff, there's, there's all kinds of opportunities to go after different types of clients and stuff like that out there. 
I had to narrow my focus, find my vertical, figure out what I was going to do and focus just on that. Yeah, there's other stuff out there. You know, the services I provide, I had I have to focus on web design and development. WordPress might do some other things. That's our focus, though. We're not doing marketing. We're not doing SEO, right? We're not providing those services. We partner with people that do. But again, so I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about, you know, selling somebody an advertising package or all this other stuff. I'm focused. And when it comes to even web design and development, I'll think about development, all the different ways you can build websites. I had to choose my way. Naturally, WordPress was at the top of the list because I'd been using WordPress since 2004. Okay? So I'm very familiar with it. I have been working with WordPress forever. So that makes a lot of sense when I decided to do web development, that that would be my expertise. I would get better at it. And so there, but there's all kinds of other opportunities in different ways to build websites out there. So, but I chose mine. I focused the rest of those. I don't care. I don't care about that. (laughs) So that is kind of how I, you know, built my business and how I got to where I am today. I didn't get distracted. I chose a direction and I went after it and it was not always easy. There were some ups and downs. It took me a while to really find my groove. I found it, right? Now, this is where things get interesting. Because recently, (laughs) this year, I've, you know, I basically, you know, I'm in a really, really good spot. As I started this episode out with my agency's doing fantastic. We are in a good place. Got nice growth. Some excellent clients and just in a really, really good, solid, comfortable space. I don't, I'm okay with getting uncomfortable. Like, I'm gonna, I wanna push the envelope and I'm gonna, you know, from the marketing side or building, you know, doing everything we're doing. That's how you grow. You gotta be uncomfortable a little bit. Can't get too comfortable. You need a little chaos. If I get a little too uncomfortable, I'm getting, or too comfortable and I'm getting lazy and, I'm like, yeah, you know, I got to in- inject some chaos somehow. <laughs> but, uh, but there's a lot of, there's still, like I said earlier, there's still a lot of things out there that can distract you. Recently, I've been talking, uh, and I just released a video on YouTube about this. Uh, there was one on uh, talking about networking and building relationships. And I mentioned this in there that we're, basically talking to uh, one of our agency partners about uh, entering a certain industry, a certain niche over the next six months. And it's related to what we're doing though. And it's just a way we could better market, you know, target a market and uh, dominate a certain market. And uh, we got a lot of positive things that we can talk about around that and how we could, be really good at that. But it's a distraction, <laughs> right? So I have to weigh it. It's not a done deal yet. Could be. But over the coming months, as time goes on, or, you know, things change in my agency, you know, I have, I 
know things that are happening that are pretty amazing. And I can't be too distracted to where I don't optimize what's going on already. We have some amazing agency relationships. We have some amazing direct clients. I mean, I, I don't even be honest with you. It's, it's a little amazing. It's, it's just amazing. Like I have been focused like we're talking about and it's been building. And as if I really sat back and like, be like, how did this even happen? <laughs> like, like I'm in a really good place. Knock on wood. Um, <laughs> really good place. So I could be happy just doing what I'm doing now and just getting really, really good at what we're doing and just get really, really good helping the clients that we already have. So in I'm about 99% there right now, right? Um, so this other opportunity, we're exploring it. But again, it can't impact what we already have. And that's, that's been the thing with the plugins that we're building. We're building these plugins. It's a little side project, but it can't impact what I'm doing now, agency first. Can't impact relationships we have, the business we're doing, the growth. I mean, I gotta, because like I talked about early on in this episode and expanding the team, that's what I need to be focused on. I need to make sure we're taking care of the people we already have, the business we already have, that those people are taken care of. And we're doing the best job in the world. We're going above and beyond the extra mile and we're finding new ways to help them and just improving our processes in general and just doing a rock star job. It doesn't guarantee anything. Things can happen. Their business can change. You know, something happens where we they have to drop us for some reason, other reason. But I want to be the best we can with what we have. So this other opportunity that's that's cropped up, kind of like Unified Toolkit, might have to delay it, you know? Might have to wait for an opportunity or kind of crawl my way to there on the side, allocate, 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 allocate. Why can't I say allocate? To distribute resources to that. <laughs> To that thing, and um, that we can, you know, just, just get some people helping in, in that area and and uh, start working on things on the side, thinking about it here and there, but but it can't distract completely. You know, other things too. You know, so um, I've been you know talking to people recently as well uh, that are kind of in the coach more coaching consulting arena. And becoming an authority and, you know, talk about writing blog, writing content and how to build authority around that, writing a book, all that stuff. That's a different, that's a different model. Now, I, I have worked a little bit on my personal brand and I understand the power of it. It's been around for a while and I understand what that means. If I wrote a book, I became an authority, became an expert. And I do that a little bit, obviously, through social media, this podcast. But things being done there, I 
that's a distraction. I've had several opportunities to also, there's some other opportunities related uh, to like training programs and stuff. I've said no because it's a distraction. I had an opportunity very recently in the last couple of weeks to join a mastermind group. It's 20 people, a little pricey. Wasn't the price. It was, I got to make sure if I'm going to do that, that I'm going to be able to allocate. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it now so I can really get at it. I guess I, there's certain things you just read all the time, you know, and you write it a lot, but you never said it out loud ever in your life. <laughs> then you try to say it. It should come out. Anyway. Um, but I, and I even told the person uh, selling me this, um, or, you know, offering me it, that yeah, it's an elite group. It's all this, blah, blah, blah. And actually it would be probably really cool. Um, related to podcasts, it's, you know, it, I know that would be do amazing for the builders, but I got to be able to, you know, dedicate more than five minutes a week and agency first. If I do that, it already is going to add on, it's going to add on more to what I'm already doing. And part of the reason we got attention is because of everything we're doing, like, you're out there, you're doing it. You're really building something with the builders. <laughs> um, so that's why I got the attention in the first place, but I can't stop doing what we're already doing and then add this on top. So I had to say, no, not right now. I said, it sounds amazing as you know, um, but you know, I got to, you know, I told them just the truth. Well, my agency is growing and we got a lot going on and, I don't think I could I could spend the time. So and that was fine, you know. Actually, uh, he's a really cool guy. Maybe we'll uh, you know talk about networking. You never know. Maybe we'll do something about together in the future. But anyway, that happened. I had somebody earlier this year or last year. Uh, he may or may not listen to this podcast. I don't know, but he's been a guest. Uh, he does YouTube, Matthew, Matthew Bigger. Matthew's a great guy. He's doing YouTube. He's uh, does has training and stuff, and he's offered co to coach me. I had to pass. I passed earlier in the year because we were building those plugins and we were working on products and want to get those launched. And I had to stay focused. I had to say no. And I know he really wanted me to be part of that coaching program, but he's a good salesman. I'll give him that, Matthew. <laughs> No, I mean, he's a great guy. And I think actually uh, we he could have really helped me with my YouTube channel. But I have to protect my time. I have to be able to say no to those things. Because that's how I progress. <laughs> that's how that's why I am growing and doing what I'm doing, because I'm able to say those things. I'm able to either put it in a back burner, maybe recircle back later do something or just say no. And most, you know, if the person selling you something, you should be okay with that. You know, they should understand that because they should be focused as well. Right. <laughs> but so I have to decide though, you know, yes, I have a YouTube channel now. Yes. I have a podcast. 
yes, I would love to get a coach to help me with those things and become the next big star on these platforms. But agency first. That is a decision is something that is ingrained in me. And it's even like that opportunity that's kind of related to my agency is actually selling, or I talked about earlier, um, working with a partner to uh, tackle a specific industry. Even with that, even though it's related, so it gets a little bit more of a pass, right? I still got to consider it because what I have now, what I've built now with Unified Web Design, it's doing awesome. I don't necessarily need to derail that, <laughs> nor do I want to. So it's it's funny, you know, the more you focus, the more success you will experience. Because I, I, I just, it makes sense, right? The more you do something, the better you get at it, right? The more you do something, it builds on itself. You get one client, another client, you get a testimonial, get this. And you're just, you're focused on that thing and you're building this thing. And then what happens though, too, is at a certain point, you reach a certain level of success where more opportunities do come your way. And the distractions just get bigger. <laughs> I think I think that's what happens. I think that's what happens. Now, there's a risk, right? What's the risk of focusing? You may miss opportunities. You may say no to something that turned out it, it could have been this the next big thing, or it could have made you know made you a million dollars. I had that happen. I had that happen uh, as uh, when I was back in the late 2000s, probably 2008, 9, 10, somewhere in there. At that point, I already had a sizable affiliate business, a lot of campaigns going, a lot of things happening, right? I had built the Campaign Blast Empire. <laughs> I had the membership. I was selling products. I had partnerships. I was talking at seminars. I, don't, I was established. And then I saw, because I had memberships and stuff, and uh, some of my members were going off, and they were trying this new thing around eBay. And they were building these particular types of landing pages for eBay and build them in a particular way. They were killing it. I remember one of my uh, one of my members came to me. He's like he'd made like eight hundred thousand in revenue. I think his spend was half that. Um, made a lot of money. Uh, these landing pages. <laughs> I ignored it. I had I ignored it. Um, I felt at the time I was like Titan the Titanic, you know, trying to turn this gigantic ship because I had so much going already. Um, but I missed that opportunity to make some money doing that. Um, sometimes those opportunities are short lived too. I've talked to that. I've talked to him. I know who he is. We're friends today still. Um, it was short-lived. It was an opportunity that just, there was this uh, 
perfect storm. You know, um, you were still able to get away with some things back then. And um, it was just this kind of things gelled. And it only lasted, I think, a year, year and a half. Those things worked. And then they didn't work. And it was gone. It's behind them. So they made lots of money in that time frame, but then it dried up. They had to figure out a new way to make money. And so that's the cycle too with like uh, those type of opportunities that are a lot of times are short-lived. That's why I really, really believe in building a real business. And when I talk about networking, building relationships, building this network of partners and doing the things I'm doing is because shores me up it gets me the more every great relationship i have my business becomes more and more solid more revenue sources more project sources um and so it would take a lot to them so diversified enough like in uh, even my clients the agency to work with they're different they go after different types of business I'm diversified that way through them. Um, but yeah, so diversification is important and it's important to do other things. But just got to be careful. Um, I think there's a lot of, when you do that switching all the time to new things and you don't give some, something enough time, it's uh, there's a lot of people out there that never figure it out. You know, they're just always chasing. Um but it, and it's hard, but you gotta, you gotta understand that everyone's selling you something and they can make things, especially people that are seasoned marketers, seasoned at pitching. They, they trained all their life to pitch you and sell you stuff. Um, I, you know, I personally have a little bit of an advantage when it comes to that. And, and maybe that's played a role in how I've been able to focus. I was in sales in my twenties. I I'm 51 now in my twenties, later twenties, mid twenties. I wasn't, I got into sales and I studied sales, read read books, listened to the video or, you know, audio tapes, (laughs) uh, Zig Ziglar. um, And, and, you know, all all kinds of training and stuff on sales and then doing it. Like in that's, I was an insurance agent. What do you think I was doing? I was selling, I was selling policies. I was selling life insurance. I was, I was learning systems to sell. I was for like 10 years ingrained in selling. Okay. Once you learn to become like, I don't know if I would call myself a master salesman. Once you learn all those techniques, you see it everywhere. And so when I hear somebody speaking about something, I'm looking past their words a lot of times. I pick up on the techniques. And even like when I go to, you know, go shopping for a car with my wife, I'm listening to somebody. I'm just like, this guy's pretty good at pitching. This guy's pretty good at selling, you know, or... Well, that was kind of a cheesy way to approach that. Or, you know, I don't trust that guy. <laughs> you know, like that's when you have that background, that's a huge advantage. Not everybody does. 
So you have to, um, it, it, it wouldn't hurt to learn some sales, read some sales books and stuff and those techniques. Cause you'll, you'll start to see that as well. But, but so that helps me too. Cause I know that everything's a pitch. <laughs> so I've had friends pitch me stuff that I know, I know they're doing well. I know they're making a lot of money at it. Um, and there's a balance. I mean, sometimes it's just the reason I pass on some too is because it, it doesn't fit me. I'm not really just interested in it. I don't care if Joe Schmo was making <laughs> all this money selling something on, you know, on Amazon or wherever. It doesn't matter because I am not interested in doing that. I'm not interested in those building, creating that kind of product or whatever, and doing that thing. That's not me. I, I like web design and development and having an agency because I'm a creative person. I like to build something, you know, tangible and real and uh, build teams and do stuff, fix sites. It's what I, this is what I was made to do. And so it's really, so the things that I do think about doing, I, I think for me, it's like, if I'm going to go out and do something just because of the money, that's going to lead me somewhere darker. That has the potential of crashing and burning. Then you just become stressed out because you're not enjoying what you're doing. You have to. You have to. That's why hopefully I have longevity in what I'm doing is because I enjoy it. And, and it makes it easier for me to ignore everything else, put on my blinders. Other people are doing all this other stuff. It's funny, you know. One of the things, too, and maybe we'll cap it at this. I've talked long enough today. Um but one of the things of my conversation with my mystery friend yesterday, <laughs> it'll be episode probably 82 if you're listening to this. So probably go check them out. It's not released yet. but It will be after you listen to this. One of the things that uh, it, we were talking and kind of laughing about was how so many, so much, because we've seen so much, we've been sold so much over the years. And we've seen all these products and strategies and things over the years. <laughs> was the fact that we've already seen it all. <laughs> so sometimes you see something and it just has a new coat of paint or a new name. What was it he was talking about? There was something specific. Oh, oh, I don't you know. Something with SEO because he's an SEO guy. I dropped a hint. Um, he, there was something there. What did they say? No keywords or zero keywords or zero something. Zero search. I don't know. I the first time I'd heard of it. He's like, you know what that is? It's long tail keywords. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they just, just got a different, just got a different name. Somebody just renamed it. It's better. We've known about those for a long, long time, decades. Uh, it was it was funny. So another related to that is, uh, so we uh, had um, Roland, uh, my Hungary friend from Hungary. He's <laughs> not Hungary. Uh, my friend from Hungary. Um, we were talking about uh, websites and 
he was talking about, we were talking about no code. No code is the new hot thing, right? It's like, you know, what they used to call that is drag and drop. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's drag and drop. It's no code. No code sounds really good. You know, a decade from now, they'll be calling it something else. Guarantee it. But uh, yeah, so, but you know, that's that's just, I thought I would add that because it's it's funny. I mean, you know, especially as time goes on, you it probably becomes easier to focus and not get too distracted because oh, I've seen that, been there, done that, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, things come and go. Um, if you really want to be a success, though, I hopefully this is the takeaway of, of this particular episode. You have to find your lane. You have to figure out, uh, you know, have a plan. You know, the more defined your plan is and the more it's based on what you enjoy doing, what you care about and what you're skilled at. And um, think about it in the framework of actually building a business you know, building a product or a service or whatever it is you're th- you're doing, and then building a framework around that that looks like a business. <laughs> you know, uh, have a marketing plan, have a team, build a team if if you can, all that stuff around that business, and stay focused on that. Care about your clients, care about creating awesome services and delivering awesome services and pro- or products. You know, good. Co- you know, creating a framework of good customer service and innovating in that space and being really good at what you do and be so focused on that, that all those emails, all those other things, you can just, you know, make them go into a folder somewhere or just have Google, you know, you can have Gmail even automatically delete things, whatever you need to do and stay focused. And you like most normal people in business (laughs) will find success. Come good at what you're doing, stay focused, and you will find your way to a successful, profitable business. That's how we'll end it. Thanks for joining me on this new solo episode. Until next time, Builders Crew, you are awesome. Thanks for hanging in there with me all these episodes. It's episode 81. Just can't, can't believe I'm still doing this. Till next time, take care. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed that. Again, please subscribe if you haven't already and give us a thumbs up if we deserve it. If you want to comment on this episode's page, provide me with requests on topics for future episodes, or inquire about being a guest, please find your way to thebuilders.fm. You can contact me there or add a comment under these show notes. Now a word from our sponsor, my agency, Unified Web Design. We build custom websites, features, we maintain websites, we work with agencies to fulfill their web design and development needs, and more. If you're interested in our services or are looking for an agency to work with as a partner to build awesome sites for your clients, feel free to reach out to me at unifiedwebdesign.com. There's a handy contact me link at the top. Fill out that form and it will open a ticket and that ticket will find its way to me. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time.